Hey, it's your friend Hillary, and welcome to the Bounce Back Better podcast. Your past doesn't determine your future, no matter what you've experienced. Just know that it's possible to redesign your life from today by simply drawing a line in the sand and making a choice to live your best life. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Bounce Back Better podcast. Today we're talking, do you love what you do? Do you wake up excited every day that when you're off to what it is you do for a crust, whatever your work does, do you wake up excited or at least do you get there and feel a little bit satisfied with what you do? Maybe you help people in some way, maybe you help a boss, maybe you help a colleague, maybe you help people in general like customers. Do you love what you do? Are you satisfied by it? Do you have this feeling at the end of the day like, yeah, that was great, I enjoyed that? Or are you waking up and thinking, oh, God, I can't even do this, roll on five o'clock, I just do not like what I do and I do not like who I work with? The reason I ask this, I actually have three reasons. The first one is because life's too short and we can't assume we're here forever And too often people do, and they're not. So we need to really take stock and think, am I happy with what I do? And how, if I'm not, can I change it? It doesn't necessarily mean you have to chuck the whole towel in and begin again, but maybe it means looking at it and thinking and deciding about how you could do it better. The other reason is because it's the end of the year, isn't it? And this is the time we do ask these questions. Well, I do. I assess how my year is going, how my life is going, how each area in my life is doing. And I think to myself, okay, how is this working? Am I happy with that? Is there anything I'd like to change? So it's really a good time of year at the end of the year to reflect and maybe if you're reflecting and and thinking, I've outgrown this or this isn't for me or I need more challenge or I need less challenge or whatever it is, whatever it is for you, it's a a really good time to ask that question because, I don't know, for me there's something about that line in the sand at the end of the year or the, the start of the next year where I believe I can recreate myself and be whoever I jolly well choose and so can you. And the other reason I ask, do you love what you do, is because I often speak to people on a daily basis that are stuck in a job or a financial situation that they don't like. So mostly I work with property developers these days. So I have been a business coach and I have been a life coach. So I used to talk to a lot of people who were unhappy with their situation. That's why they generally reach out and want a life coach. They they want some massive change in some areas of their life. That was one of the reasons uh, I've worked a lot around this arena, people not happy with what they do for a job. But now I work uh, mostly coaching property developers because they are really wanting to get out of their job, which they refer to in in the industry as just overbroke, J-O-B. And they see developing property as a way out of there, as a way to do it. I know, who would have thought that that would be what I do? That little old, uneducated, overweight, single mum Uh, from a little town in Taranaki, New Zealand, ends up over in Australia coaching people right around the country on how to be successful property developers. Sometimes you just pinch yourself and think, how the heck did I end up here? But I did. And I suppose that's a really good example of how you can choose to be whatever you want, whenever you want. And who you are right now isn't who you will be in five years' time. 
if you don't want it to be, you today can do something that your future self thanks you for. So just do remember that. Do you have a job and do you want change? And I often like to ask people, were you born to work for people? Because some people are. Some people are born to work for other people and that's fine. They can make a lot of money if that's what they're doing it for. They can have a lot of job satisfaction. They love being around people. Some people love that. But not all of us were born to work for others and I'm probably one of those people. I'm just, I've mostly been an entrepreneur my entire life. That means I've pretty much run my own businesses forever. And I, when I made a few notes on this podcast, I reflected right back to when I was about eight years old. And I remember meeting Glennis and Marie Clark at the, at the cattle stop and we used to trade stamps. And I thought to myself, that really was, you know, that little, that little chubby fat farm kid. I was trading. I was a trader back in those days. And that was way before Marketplace or eBay had existed. So it's quite funny, isn't it? When you look back and we would take our stamp collections up there and, you know, s- swap things and uh, yeah, do our little trades. So I think for me, I've always been a bit of an entrepreneur. I've had a couple of jobs and I find that I'm the sort of person who maybe works for a while. I pretty much go as far as I can go and then I leave. I don't tend to stay in jobs because I I sort of, I feel like I outgrow them. And that's why I found working for myself has always been beneficial. And when I say working for myself, that's in many different environments as in I've been a personal trainer I've been uh, I'm a nutritionist I've worked as those two things I've worked as a life coach I've worked as a business coach I've owned Pilates studios I've owned a manufacturing company I've owned a training school oh my goodness and that's just off the top of my head there's so much more that I've done and those are just things that I have evolved into or carried on educating myself for that's where I've gone for a while. And most of these things blend into each other. I get the feeling that I'm more like a millennial than a Generation X. So I am Generation X, but millennials are more likely to have more jobs. And I kind of get the feeling I'm a bit more like a millennial. I'm going to go down the entrepreneur road now and and just talk about it. Are, Are you someone who wants to start a side gig? Maybe you've got a gig going on and you work for somebody, but you'd like to do something for yourself. And that is very common these days. And there are so many opportunities out there to do that sort of thing. So I wouldn't cross that off a list as in never think that something's not possible for you and understand that it is very easy to start something, especially if you're already working, because you can, it's really low risk, I suppose I'm about to say, you know, if you carry on with the job you've got and do something on the side, there is minimal cost, there can be minimal cost and very low risk. So that's one opportunity, but maybe you're just full entrepreneur and you're not supposed to work for anybody and <laughs> and you don't really know how to get started. So the traits of somebody who is sort of more entrepreneurial is that we have a higher risk tolerance. So is that you? I spoke to a girlfriend yesterday and she's just so risk tolerant as in she's a massive, I just call her a go-getter. She goes for it. And for a lot of people, it would be too scary. Like what if, what if this happened? What if that happened? And that's certainly not her. She'd flown from one side of Australia to the other to do a three-day workshop and now she's going to be investing in this thing that she's into now. 
And that's cool because she goes into it fully aware of what she's going into. And she's been very successful by going into things eyes wide open you can be incredibly successful, but it's when you go in with eyes wide shut that the problems will happen. That's the first one, risk tolerance. And the other one is, are you innovative? Like, how do you think? Do you have new ideas a lot? Do you come up with things or ways to improve products or services? Do you find yourself walking out of a restaurant and thinking, oh my God, I would so do that, or they need to do this, or this could be so done so much better? Are you creative does your mind just get creative and you see opportunities where other people see challenges because that in in itself can become a business even a side gig but if you are innovative maybe you are more entrepreneurial than you think and then what about perseverance and resilience we all have setbacks all of the time there will be things on the way the whole time and they need to be seen as on the way and not in the way. I was speaking with somebody yesterday and he's about to interview me on his podcast and we were just working out what angle is best for his audience and and which topic we go through because I've got a lot of topics. You don't get to be my age without learning a few lessons that are really valuable. And I said to him, he said, you know, what made you keep going when I was talking about a I had one massive business failure that really hurt, and I've mentioned that before. And I said that, I don't know, I just did. But I did stop for a while because it hurt, and I couldn't talk about it, and I did have that go on. So we were just talking about that ability to have the resilience and not see my failure as a failure, to see it as something that I could learn from. And boy, did I learn some amazing lessons from that what I would never do again and what I would definitely do again so do you see failure as failure or do you see it as an opportunity to learn from because the quicker we can start seeing things as opportunities to learn from the better our life gets and just while we're on that oh my goodness we have to be more grateful for what is in our life. I want you to stop right now and look around wherever you are, whether you're at your desk at work, whether you're out moving bricks around your back lawn, you know who you are, both of you two. I don't care where you are, whether you're driving, whether you're at the gym. I want you to look around, maybe look at what you're wearing. Just think, wow, look what I'm wearing. I want you to look around at your environment, think, wow, look at my environment. Start to become more grateful for what is in your world because that will make a massive difference to your world. The power of being grateful for what you have is enormous. So check in with your gratefulness on a regular basis. First thing in the morning, when you're putting your Wonder Woman suit on that you do in bed before you get up, and maybe you take the red pill or not the blue pill, (laughs) you're taking your pill, it's imaginary by the way, we're not actually taking pills while we're in bed, and well you might, but that's your buzz, When you're putting your wrist guards on and when you're dressing like Wonder Woman, just think, wow, how amazing is my life? How lucky am I to have what I have? How lucky am I to be who I am? How lucky am I to do what I do? Once you do that on a regular basis, you smile more and life gets better. The next one is, do you prefer autonomy and independence rather than the structure? Are you somebody who just wants to make their own choices and do things their way? You prefer to lead than follow. Do you want to make your own decisions? And if you do, that's a very strong entrepreneurial trait. 
oh my goodness, that is so me. I like to make my own decisions and I am incredibly independent. I'm going to add a but here though. I am also, and I it may be as I've gotten older, I'm okay. I don't need to micromanage. If somebody wants to do something for me, I just go, of course, I will outsource anything. And I don't know whether you listen to on a Tuesday, I do a chat with Kat on Instagram Live. And she said it yesterday, she thinks I'm the queen of outsourcing because when we get too caught up with needing to control everything, with needing to just micromanage or have everything to be perfect, when we do that, it really stops our progress. Are you one of those people that just needs the control, needs everything to be done your way and needs everything to be perfect? Because if that's happening for you, that can make you feel very mm, frustrated when things aren't going your way and it can slow down your progress and it can also stop you loving what it is that you do. Another one is passion. Are you passionate? Entrepreneurs or people who have their own businesses or work for themselves are generally passionate and incredibly motivated. So is that you? Are you a passionate person? Are you motivated? You know me, usually I record this podcast at 5am this week. I'm actually recording it in the afternoon just because a few other things had to happen today. But that's the passion, the motivation and drive that I have to do what I want to do. Remember, I don't see it as a job. So you can be passionate and motivated in whatever you do now. And if you're not, and that's affecting the way you feel about what you're doing, then it's time to really take a look. So this doesn't always have to work with being an entrepreneur. This can work in your job, in your J-O-B job. Do you feel like you persevere? Do you feel like you have some choice and independence? And if not, and that's important to you, then how can you put it in there? How could that be for you? Are you flexible? Are you flexible and adaptable? As in, we could use the COVID word. I love that word, pivot. Can you pivot and and adapt and change when you need to for your customers, for your business, for anything? Are you able to be flexible? And if you're not, if you're a bit of a rule stickler, then that would definitely mean that you need to work in an environment that appreciates that, that has high rule abiding as one of the values because that's going to make you feel happy. And self-discipline. Are you self-disciplined? Because if you want to run your own side gig, you do need to have a lot of self-discipline because it's especially even if you're going to do it on the side, you need to make yourself do it after you finish your day job or the mothering that you're doing or all the other things that you get through in an average day. What about people and networking? Do you love that? Is that something that you do? I love people and I love networking. I love being around them. I love building relationships. I love communicating with people. And they're key skills for what I do. They are huge skills, but they may not be something that you like to do and they may not be something for you. But if they are and that's not being met for you in your current job, then you need to look for that elsewhere or change what you do. I recently spoke to a young lady and she has a job where she doesn't see a huge amount of people, just a couple of people a day. And so she decided to get a job at a coffee shop just on Saturdays. One, it was a little bit of extra money. But the other reason was to chitty chat with people. And when she told me this, I laughed to myself because I remember years ago thinking, I just want to work in a clothes shop one day a week. 
And it wasn't for the money. It was for the interaction of having a position that I didn't think was hugely stressful. Somebody walks in, oh, hello, oh, yes, try this. That looks nice. Just being, you know, getting clothes out for people. I thought that would have been fun. And it was just a fill that void that was in my life. So if you're not satisfied by what you do, see how you could fill the void in another way? You could fill that gap by getting a Saturday job or just making sure that you're ticking that box. If you remember last week, I spoke about values. You know, you're ticking that box where you do feel satisfied. The other thing that really works with people who want to sort of jump into the entrepreneurial lifestyle is You've got to have that learning and growth mindset because we have to continuously learn, develop and improve our skills. We have to seek out new knowledge and we have to grow our businesses. Even just, you know, launching into another podcast. I have another one and that's up to number 126. It's a commitment and it's something I've had to learn to do. I log into a particular platform, I download it afterwards, I do lots of things with it. But that's something I've had to learn to do. So for me, it's definitely about learning and understanding the things you need to know to move forward in business life. And I definitely am a lifelong learner. I have studied so much because I'm very big on learning and that's the little things from how to use a new program or an app or something that I need to do right through to the big stuff. Things I've done, learned in my life, marketing, HR, personality profiling, coaching, business coaching, life coaching, personal training, nutrition, Pilates, adult teaching certificate, all those other things are, are actually diplomas and then property development as well and You know, that's probably just a tip of the iceberg of the stuff that I've learned after I've left school, gone back and done lifelong learning. Coaching was probably about a year of extra learning. It's not, it wasn't just a weekend thing, it was a a lot. And even the diploma in nutrition, diploma in marketing, HR, that's like two years of full time study. So there has been a lot of stuff that I've done to stay relevant and to be able to work for myself. That's the stuff I have needed to do. So is that something you need to look into? Because if you're not happy with what you're doing, you have to find out what it is that would make you happy, or perhaps it's just learning new skills to add to your repertoire, even things like marketing. Uh, And I'm going taking that right down to social media marketing, i.e. learning how to create reels and managing a TikTok account and growing a LinkedIn profile. All of that stuff takes energy, takes effort. And it's a skill that really needs to be learned. On the um, personality profile, I'm a high DI and I've turned that to, I call that a captain clown. Captain, want to be in charge, run the show. Clown, want to have fun. They are my two highest. So I don't make a good employee because one, I want to be in charge and two, I want to have fun. So I'm, you know, I'm going to be a little bit cheeky or naughty or want to do it my way. So personally, I'm probably quite hard to employ, hence the reason I've always worked for myself. In the odd time, I've had a job of pretty much being one of them. One of the jobs I had, I sold one of my Pilates studios and I stayed on to help her for a while and she was awesome. When I rang and said, oh, I'm probably going to be away. I was an American. I was going to stay a little bit longer. And she said, oh, you know what? I just think you shouldn't come back. And she said it in a nice way, but I knew I just frustrated her. I'm not a good employee. And that's okay. I know that. I don't have to be a good employee. I have to be good at what I do. And that's what I choose to do, is to be good at what I do. So the the desire to learn and improve, to me, is really important. So let's go right back to the beginning. 
let's go to you. If I was to ask you again, do you love what you do? Do you love your job? And let's go with most of the time. You know, we all have those bad days. But what would you give your job out of 10? What would you give the job you do out of 10? And I'm thinking if it's six or under, you probably need to reassess the situation. A, remember the reasons, because we don't know how long we're here for. So you've got to do the things that you want to do. B, we're coming up to the end of the year. So it's a great time to assess what's going on in your life and assess all the areas in your life. And if you've got the book three ones in, head over to, I think it's chapter eight, and do the assessment, that life assessment. Actually acknowledge where you are. So the reason I ask you to give it a number is because your brain finds that a lot easier. If I was to say, do you like your job? You, you sort of be like, oh yeah, it's okay. And that's it. That doesn't really give it anything. Okay. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But if I'm to say, give it a rating out of 10 and you say, yeah, it's okay. I'll give it about an eight. That's pretty solid. But if you were to say, yeah, it's okay, I'll give it a 4.5, I'd be reassessing my situation. Can you see how by giving it a number, you can get a bit more of a gauge rather than a word that you have no weighting to? So it's really important that you do look at what you do and give it a number out of 10 and ask yourself, are you only there for the money? And if you are, are you ready? Because this is the mic drop moment in this podcast because time and energy are currency too. And we forget that, oh, that is gold, isn't it? We forget that time and energy are currency and we just roll with the whole, I'll be here forever and it'll be okay. Just trust me, you will blink and 10 years will have gone or five years or one year. Whatever it is that you want to do, create a plan and do it now. And if it means starting that side gig, then start that side gig, my friend. And if it means leveling up and doing whatever it is you're doing now, but doing it bigger and better, then do that. Do it. What's stopping you? Ask yourself the question. The thing that's stopping me is what? What is that thing? And a really great coaching sentence that I use, and this is one of the very first things I learned in coaching, is to ask this question. I would really like to fill in the blank, but fill in the blank. Ask yourself that. I would really like to, whatever that is, but whatever that is. And there will be your answer. So that will help you determine what is that you want to do. And it'll tell you what you think is stopping you. So say it is, I would really love to leave my job. Let's say it's that. But I need the money. So I have to stay there. So that's, maybe that's it. I don't know. It could be anything. But maybe that means, so how, ask yourself the next question, how do I change that then? How do I get out of this situation? What is the first thing that I need to do if I want to get out of the, if I want to get out of my job, if I want to get out of that thing that's not fulfilling me, that's not ticking those boxes. If I want to do that, how can I? And that's where I introduced earlier do you need to start that side gig? And maybe you do. Maybe you just need to get something else going on the side. So you've got either some savings or something that can help you transition into something that you do want to do. And then ask yourself the question, what is it, what is it that you do want to do? Meaning, I would really like to, I'm going to go with, I don't know, I would really like to make wedding dresses, but I don't have a sewing machine. It could be anything, but ask yourself that. Ask yourself the question, what you'd really like to do, and then ask, I would like to, and then the but, 
write it down and have a look at it because there, my friend, is a lot of gold. Anyway, that is the end of this week's podcast. I hope you find it useful and I hope I've challenged you to think about life, your life, your fantastic life in some way so you start living it the life that you'd like to live. And I hope that you, yeah, just are reminded that, my friend, we only get one shot, so just give it your best shot, I say. Anyway, that's all from me. Remember the usual story. Please text a girlfriend. I haven't had a text for a couple of weeks, actually. Please text somebody and tell them how amazing they are. And the other thing is, I'd love for you to share this. So if you could give me a review, I would really appreciate it. Then more people can find me. And I would love for you to share this with a friend. That's the end of this podcast for this week. And I will catch you again next week. Bye.